Uh, so how should we introduce this? Just Hello, like, my name is Moise Camacho, and I'm driving. Hello, my name is Kellen Kermeens, and I'm sitting in the passenger seat like a fucking schmuck. And this is Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman as we exit Illinois. Road trip. Road trip edition. We are currently traveling home to our hometown of Brownsburg, Indiana. Should we include that? Put the zip code, too. <laughs> and my social security number is... Uh, yeah, we can say that. Yeah. Brownsburg. Yeah, we don't have enough uh, listeners to get doxxed, so we're good. So, we, you know, just because of the way our schedule worked out, we figured why not get two birds with one stone, uh, talk about Big Daddy while we drive home in less than stellar weather. Going 80 miles per hour currently. And that is, of course, the speed limit to any state troopers oh, that happen yeah, to be. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes. This week, we are talking about the movie Big Daddy. As we said last week, uh, Big Daddy will rejuvenate us in a quote that I'm sure has haunted me. Big right. Daddy's the juicer. <laughs> the ju um, this is... Um, have you seen this movie before? Yes, I have. On TNT or some shit. <laughs> this is, I feel like this is a movie that always played on, like, TBS and TNT. Oh, yes. Hooters! Oh, fuck, there's a Hooters! Oh, this is gonna be our best episode. That's a good omen. There, this movie, there's, like, a bunch of references to Hooters, and we just passed by one. Although the O is It says out. Hotters. It's Hotters. Which is even better. Should we talk about, just get out of the way, that Hooters is a really gross thing? I've never been to Hooters. I haven't either. I feel like I'd be ashamed if I went to Hooters. I would too. Because like for one- Oh, by the way, Kellen's wearing a shirt that says, I'm a feminist. <laughs> I, I forgot to talk about that. <laughs> but I, I don't think, uh, and it's not even appealing to me. It's like nasty food too, isn't it? No, yeah, everything I've heard, the food is gross. And I don't want to like, and I've got to imagine the waitresses are, like, uncomfortable all the time. No shame if you work at Hooters. No shame. No shame. We are on your side. We are on your side. You guys should unionize. <laughs> the Hooters union. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Big Daddy. Uh, context? There's not, I couldn't find a whole lot of context for this movie. When was well, it released? Uh, it came out in 1999. Oh, actually... It's worth talking about um, that they were filming this movie when The Waterboy came out. And the news of that movie's box office success had, like, reached. And the studio said, we're going to give you more money. You know, just add whatever you want to Big Daddy. Because Waterboy was such, such a success. What they add? That slick-ass apartment? They added, um, according to IMDb Trivia, co-host of the show... Uh, they added uh, more to Steve Buscemi and Rob Schneider's parts. Uh, I, I swear to God, I was going to say, oh, they hired Rob Schneider. <laughs> they got $10 million and they hired Rob Schneider. Yeah. So, uh, what'd you think of this movie? I think we're both in agreement on this it's one. It's a solid movie. I, yeah, very solid. It's a I solid li movie. I liked it a lot more than I was expecting to. Me too. I, w I was worried after... We were right. Oh, you know, Big Daddy, I feel like, has rejuvenated us, you know? We've got seven of 42 movies watched, but I'm excited about that now. Yeah. I'm like... Big Daddy juiced us up. I'm fucking ripped and ready to go. I am filled up because of Big Daddy. <laughs> Big Daddy filled Moises up. 
You heard it. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Um, you want to go through the movie? How should we do this? You go through the movie. Oh. <laughs> okay. It, it's Adam Sandler with a child's child co-star. Yeah, that's like I mean, that's the it's pitch. a recipe that's for the, perfect. It's Adam Sandler taking care of a kid. That's the pitch. That's all. Like that's the you know. Yeah, okay. You walk in the door, say that, and the studio gives you money. Like, yes. And uh, I think, just like my general impression, what I feel like I saw in this movie, and I don't know if you'll agree, but it feels like this is a much, kind of like Wedding Singer, like more a sensitive side of Adam Sandler, especially compared to like his past work, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, um... Yeah, I, the way I was seeing it while watching the movie is Adam Sandler's. I, I don't want to be mean, but Adam Sandler's kind of acting in this movie. He's actually acting. He is. That's what. That's I, that's what I saw in it. Well, it's a. Uh, I read the other day uh, that um, this is uh, Paul Thomas Anderson's favorite Sandler movie, and he said this is the one that kind of. He, he says you get to see this real vulnerability to him. Then no, I think no doubt inspired Punch Drunk Love, which we're one episode away from. We're so close to Punch Drunk yeah, Love. Yeah, we gotta get past the masterpiece, and then we'll get to the Ant movie. <laughs> we gotta watch a beautiful masterpiece, Little Nicky, and then we can watch the. Then we can watch that semi-average movie, Punch Drunk Love. Right, and I think that the whole premise of this movie is Adam Sandler learning to be a responsible parent and mature as an adult. Is like. You know, it's a real uh, mature step for the Sandman. While controlling his rage that he's had in, like, four oh, yeah. movies already. Like, the juvenile humor is still there, but it feels like this movie isn't as supportive of it as it has been before. Yeah. It feels weird to say this, like, so early in his career. Like, he's, like, 30, you know? But this feels like him coming to terms with, like, getting older and having to kind of mature a bit. Yeah. Um, I mean... Like I said, the, the thing that I had to say about Adam Sandler's performance is he seems like he's actually trying to do something this movie. Yeah. Like, he's trying to get people to think of him as, hey, I'm not just this funny comedian. I, I can act. Like, yeah. I, I can sort of act. Especially more so than other his other early work. This feels like, you know, him kind of showing off his acting chops a little bit. Yeah. And, uh... So going through it, um, it starts with like the surprise party, right? Or no, his girlfriend leaving him. A lot of these Sandler movies kind of start with start with his girlfriend leaving him. Yeah. Or, or a, this and Happy Gilmore did. He's a hopeless romantic. He is. I also think it's interesting that uh, they make him a lawyer in this one. Like that feels like a much more bougie job I, than that. I vibed with that because I've been watching Better Call Saul recently. Oh yeah. So I was like, ooh, another lawyer. Underdog lawyer. I liked it though because it was like kind. Of, it's subtle. It's super subtle throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. But they like reference it. I'm trying to. I'm, I, my notes weren't great. <laughs> oh yeah, they're having. Um, he walks in on um, all of his friends having a going away party for his roommate, Kevin? Sure. That's the roommate's name? Played by John Stewart, who I had no idea was in this movie. I had no idea any of the people in this movie were in this movie. <laughs> it didn't, it's I didn't know the Sprouse twins were in this movie. You didn't? Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> 
That's a Kids' Choice Award winning Sprouse Twins, you know, so like, make sure you give them respect where it's due. Speaking of Cole Sprouse, this episode could also be titled 45 Minutes of Kellen Trying to Not Talk About Jughead in Riverdale. <laughs> I could go on for a... He, Jughead had... All of the characters on Riverdale have, like, the most insane character arcs in television history. What and is Jughead's arc? He goes from, like, quiet, lone... He's like a quiet, weird kid... He has this really cringy monologue in season one where he's like, in case you haven't noticed, I'm weird. I'm a weird kid. Everybody thinks I'm weird. I'm not normal, you know? It's like some shit like that. I've heard that Quentin Tarantino one. (laughs) Oh, the Quentin. That's hilarious. They make... Oh, God. My My sister got me to watch Riverdale, and she used to be able... She used to have the Jughead, I'm weird monologue, like... Memorized. Oh my god, that's legendary. Like, my sister ironically watched Riverdale before anyone else did. She was real head of the trend there. But it just, it saddens me, because as a kid, I read the Archie comics. <laughs> it's so... Like, you know, they'd be on the, on the, like, line for the registers by the magazines. Oh, at like, Walmart, Walmart, yeah. I know. And I'd read them. Yeah. They were my favorite. I've... Uh, but Jughead in season two, like, his dad is involved with the Serpents, which is like a biker gang, you know, uh, in Riverdale. Is this a CW show? Yeah. Okay. And Jughead in season two has, like, a Michael Corleone and the Godfather rise to power within this crime gang. Jughead? Jughead Jones. Oh There's a scene, like, where it's when I stopped watching the show, sadly. <laughs> There's a scene in season two where, like, he watches cold-bloodedly as he orders the bikers to, like, cut the skin off someone's arm to remove their tattoo. <laughs> it's like, this is the dude who likes hamburgers? <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, Big Daddy. Anything stick out to you in the surprise party? Any jokes you like? Oh, yeah, the gay jokes. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, okay, I'll work to that. So Adam Sandler plays Sonny, who is a, a law student who uh, never took the bar exam, dropped out, and is working as a toll booth operator. And living off of a lawsuit. Yeah, and living off a, a cab ran over his foot, and he has $200,000 from that. And he's been playing the stock market with it. And he lives with um, all his friends from law school. One of them, Kevin. And Kevin, his best friend, is going away to China to represent some big law firm. And they have a going away party. And uh, there's a joke of like, they have two, two of their law school friends they've known for years are gay and dating each other. And you and I both talked about how like, they're treated with a surprising amount of respect. Right? Yeah, it's a... I'm not gonna say it, never mind. What? It's a good, it treats it lightly, like yeah. uh, in, in other movies. Especially it, from like a late 90s, early 2000s yeah, comedy. Yeah, oh, exactly. It'd be like super outdated and homophobic. His character is like, makes multiple times, is like, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, and literally that's it. That's it. Like, he's just like, I'm fine. Yeah. It, uh, what, what, what's the joke he says? He said, like, uh, they have a friend who's a little more homophobic and is like much more uncomfortable by it. And he's like, it's so weird. They used to be like our brothers. And Sonny said, Adam Sandler says, they're still our brothers. They're just our very, very gay brothers. <laughs> but then again, 
take this lightly, we are both straight men. Yeah, we're both straight, so like, you know, take it with a grain of salt. We don't know what the fuck we're talking yeah, about. We need to consult a gay man to see what the, what he says about this. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I just wanted to say, uh, just right off the bat, I love this apartment in this movie. That I wanted to say that, too. It's such a good apartment. It's a, a beautiful apartment. Like, probably outrageously expensive oh, for New York. <laughs> That's probably like like 10 grand a month rent. It's, it's a beautiful apartment. It's uh, a bro apartment. Oh, it's like the like when you hear the phrase "apartment you live with," you live in with your bros. That's like the first thing that comes to mind, you know. <laughs> this gonna be my new wallpaper. Yeah. Um, and then the next day, uh, Cole slash Dylan Sprouse as Julian shows up at Adam Sandler's doorstep, and uh, there's like some like. No. What happens? A note. He has like a note, doesn't he? Yeah, he has a note that, like, uh, claiming, from the mother, claiming that this is Kevin's child, and Kevin just left for China. For China? China. And then, uh, Adam Sandler calls, like, immediately calls Kevin and says, like, I got this kid, says he's from Buffalo, New York, and says he's your child. And Kevin's like, I've never been to Buffalo, you know? Can't be me. And so, uh, Kevin's in China. And Adam Sandler, you know, social services is closed for the weekend, I guess. Uh, Columbus Day. Columbus Day. <laughs> I guess. Which is funny, because it was modern. They'd be open. Yeah, the, Columbus Day is a stupid holiday, but I guess it had some effect back then, you know? This movie's mostly shenanigans, right? It's, it's shenanigans. Yeah, it's a very shit. It's like Adam Sandler hanging out with Cole Sprouse. And just you, vibing. Just, <laughs> they, they're just vibing. Uh, oh, uh, one of the first things he does is he takes him to a bar where, as a waitress, we see the first ever cameo by Jackie Sandler. Tell me more. Uh, in the Big Daddy, like, one of the first things he does, he takes the kid to a bar, and the waitress, you know, they, they kind of flirt with her, is played by Adam Sandler's soon-to-be wife, Jackie Sandler. I did not know this. You didn't know that? No. Uh, according to IMDb Trivia... Again, co-host of the show. Uh, Rob Schneider recommended her for like a bit role, and that's how they met. That's touching. It's very touching, and it's like so weird to like they, they haven't start they don't start dating for like another year after this. It's so like weird to see that. You that know? warms my heart. That, yeah, I know. Um, we love you, Adam. Such a sweetheart. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know that girl who had is a bartender in the movie. Yeah. She's kind of hot, huh? <laughs> I, I don't have a goof that I like in this part, uh, but uh, I mean, I, I found it funny. Nothing stuck out. Yeah. Um, oh, I remember the rollerblade guy falling off into the river yeah. made me laugh. <laughs> it's good slapstick. That made me laugh. I was like, and even afterwards, like once I laughed, I was like, why am I laughing at this? <laughs> I found myself laughing, like, and, yeah, I found myself doing that a lot. Like, why am I laughing at this? Yeah. I don't, I guess this movie has good writing, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's funny. It's funny. It, I feel like, and like like I said earlier, I feel like this is the first movie where, like, you're supposed to see Adam Sandler's kind of juvenile delinquency and think, like, oh, this is kind of bad. Like, this is the first time it feels like it's kind of condoning his shenanigans. Because... Mm-hmm. 
you have a little kid now. You're like, you're a bad influence on that kid. You gotta, like, you know. And what, what I think is really smart about the movie is that, like, you know, the first, like, two days he has the kid, it's a fucking blast, you know? He's just, like, it's like a little mini-me, you know? Like, he's teaching him to, you know, do all these things. And then, like... Oh, wait, we should say. Yeah? Before we get into this. Can we go on the plot a little bit? Yeah. Um, after the first day passes by, Sonny is like, Adam Sandler says, you know, like, no, this is actually kind of cool, and maybe this is what... Yeah, that's, this is what I get into, yeah. This is what is going to get me mature. So the next day he calls, and he's like, hey, never mind, I want the kid. And that's it. That's yeah. literally all that he does. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to keep this kid. And then, like, the next day of parenting is miserable. <laughs> like, a. Uh, He's constantly wetting the bed. He always has to pee. That's where the poster comes from. You know, he teaches him how to pee on a building. Uh, he also uses the kid. The main reason he, he like, wants to adopt a kid is to make him look more responsible to his girlfriend, who has moved on to an older gentleman at this point. That was a good gag. Um, I guess the Shooter McGavin Award for Supporting Excellence. Do we agree, Cole and Dylan Sprouse? Are you undecided? Can I make a case for them? Go ahead. I think this entire movie hinges on this kid being cute and lovable. And it is extremely hard to find good child actors, and I think the Sprouse twins are good in this role. And they're also ungodly adorable. And, like, that's all you need from this. Okay. I, like, I just think the, so much of this movie hinges on them. Okay, you're right. Because for me, it's just, I mean... Who are you tempted to say? I, I'm tempted to say it, but then again, I'm like, I cannot give that award to him. It's Steve Buscemi. <laughs> that was my second choice. Oh, so... Like, I, I, don't, I just don't think he deserves it for this movie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. Buscemi watch, okay. <laughs> Big Daddy Buscemi watch. Yeah, uh, we stand Steve Buscemi. We do, and beefier role for this time around. Yes, he you plays know, a homeless man. Happy Gilmore was... No, Wedding Singer was the last time we saw him, right? Yeah. He wasn't in Waterboy? No. He had a very small role in Wedding Singer, yes. but this one feels like much beefier, you know? This is the biggest Buscemi watch since Airheads. He was in... Oh, yeah, Steve... Biggest? Yes, you're right. Yeah. That uh, that concludes Buscemi yeah, Watch. Yeah, that concludes Buscemi Watch. But, um, yeah, I think you're right. Shooter McGavin, MVP, supporting excellence. Goes to the, the Sprouse Twins. Yeah. Those yeah. little stinkers. Those, those little stinkers really killed it this time. Yeah. Those little stinkers really caused some trouble up in New York again. Yeah. They really did it. It's a pretty uh, sweet life they have, wouldn't you say? Hey, Moises, why are you veering on the oncoming traffic? <laughs> Don't make me pull over this fucking car right now. <laughs> we have the semi-truck in front of us, and I... Um... Ugh. I do like the running... Di uh, one just... Oh. Yeah, like I said, okay, to go with the Sprouse Twins, the hand-holding bit is so cute, I think. Like, seeing Adam Sandler, like, lean down to grab this little kid's hand. Like, just the last movie we watched, he was, like, making pig noises and tackling God. people. Kellen, why are you doing this to me? What? I'm usually not a cute guy. I'm usually not like, oh, that's cute, on a movie. 
but god damn it, now that I'm thinking about it, this movie's cute. This movie is cute. I'm your manic pixie, pixie podcast co-host. This, I'm making you see the beauty and the cuteness in the world. This movie is cute as hell. That's my take on it. I'm, I'm going to dye my hair and indie music's going to play whenever I walk this in. This movie is cute. I'm not talking anymore the rest of the podcast. <laughs> no. Oh, I do think it's a funny bit, a uh, running joke of like, two running jokes I like is uh, Sonny constantly hurting himself to make Julian feel better. Or to stop crying. Or to stop crying. The funniest one is when he just runs in front of a car. <laughs> I, I laughed so much to that. <laughs> and 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 I thought, oh, he's he's going to sue him, right? Is that what's gonna happen? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I also wrote down. Um, while they're in a bar, there's an old uh, man drinking, kind of like wedding singer. Like you know, like last week we talked about all these motifs. You know, like. Um, and what's uh, his name? Old man, Mister Hurley. He named after Adam Sandler's, you know, co-writer, collaborator. Timmy. Timmy, and Timmy also makes an appearance as a singing kangaroo. I also like the running joke of him just putting newspapers on shit. <laughs> that is a good gag. Like, at first it's, like, just milk, and then it's pee, and then it's vomit. Yeah. It's a good... Um, Where the hell does this movie go? Because, uh, well, then it's, like, after... Because then it's, like, oh, God, I can't take care of this fucking kid. What have I done? He realized that he goes to social services, and they tell him that uh, the kid's mom died. Like, she knew that she was going to die of cancer soon, so she wanted to give her son uh, a, a life with her fa- his father. And he, this whole time, he's been impersonating his roommate, Kevin, and pretending to be Kevin uh, Garrity, I think is the name, uh, so that he can have custody over this kid. And then after that, he kind of decides, like, okay, I'm going to try, and I'm going to try and commit, you know, and, like, be a parent to this I'm kid. I'm going to put him in school... And he's like, I'm gonna be better than my father was. That's yeah. Like, uh, speaking of school, another thing. I, I don't know if this counts as cute, but like, this I think is like one of the first. Like Adam Sandler as an actor, he has a really great moment when he drops Julian off at the first day of school, and he kind of he he kind of lingers a bit. Yeah, he literally is about to walk in the room. He's about to walk in the room and say, no, 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 he's coming with me. Like, he's about... It, I, I thought, Adam Sandler is a good actor. <laughs> it's not controversial to say it anymore. Took the words right out of my Even mouth. Even in his comedies, he's good. <coughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm, oh I, no. I, I'm just dehydrated, I promise. I'm, We're not referencing that. No, we can't. This is... Anxiety-free, we're not talking about it. <laughs> um, I also think uh, a scene I really like is, like, um, somebody says something to him about, like, yeah, the friends he makes, those are going to be the biggest influences on him. And he goes to the playground, and he's, like, interrogating the kids, like, yeah, you deal drugs, huh? So y'all are, how's that dope, how's that dope doing? Yeah, something you like that. smoke marijuana, huh? Um... And then after this, uh, what, uh, oh, um, social services finds out that he's been lying, and they take Julian away from him. And this, to me, is where the movie starts to fall apart a little bit. I don't know if how you felt. I think I agree. Because they introduce this, like, when there's 20 minutes left. 
where I thought it was going to go is I thought it was going to be he studies and takes the bar. That's what I thought. Yeah. but the, And this would have been like the fifth Adam Sandler movie where the climax revolves around him taking a test <laughs> and finishing school. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened in the last one. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't think I would, you know, I love a good courtroom battle. Believe me. Don't we, folks? We love a good courtroom battle. <laughs> Uh, but, I mean, the, the conclusion of this movie, I think, kind of doesn't really stick the landing. You know, like, the emotional stuff with the father. Like, he calls his dad to, like, interrogate him in court, you know. And they're supposed to have some sort of resolution. I, it's just weird. It's very, I do like the joke of, like, all of his lawyer friends behind one table. Like, and they're all, like, cramped and shit. Yeah. He, they had to, like, scoot over to the side of yeah. the table. Are we at the end already? I think so. You oh, skipped the whole... One of the main things in this movie. Oh, his love interest. Yes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, does that... Did you, did you like her? What do you think? Like, Her voice is a little annoying. That's all I gotta say. She's a Kevin Smith regular, right? I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, I was like, eh, your voice is a little high. Yeah. But I... It sounds like you're cool. Uh, she's like, good. Yeah. She's, like, fine. No one will beat Drew Barrymore, but... No. I think this is, like, a middle of the road. Like, I think most Sandler love interests for the, from here on out are going to feel, like, neutral. Like, pure neutral. Like Until uh, when? Uh, until the next time he does a movie with Drew Barrymore. Oh, my <laughs> I'm God. just throwing it out. No, Punch Drunk Love, actually. Fuck. Like, the next movie, Punch Drunk Love, actually. Anyway. What do you mean? We haven't seen Little Nicky. I have no idea what the fuck Little Nicky is. Me neither. <laughs> I am so scared. You never know. What if there's a... What if... What if... Have we What if Anne Hathaway's in that? That'd be wild. Wait, wasn't she like 10? She was in Ella... Like, she was, she was like Princess 15, Diaries probably. at this point. Yeah, she was like 17. Uh, <laughs> uh, the thing is like... I don't know if we've talked about it, but I think we both kind of agree that three movies we're most nervous about doing are Little Nicky, Rain Over Me, and Ridiculous Six. Oh, I'm also nervous about doing, um... What is it called? The animated one? Oh, fuck, Eight Crazy Nights. Eight That's Crazy Nights. I'm, I'm nervous. Two or three I'm nervous away. about that oh, one, God. too. Uh, she's cool. She's cute. She's like she's a cute, cute. cute character to yeah. put in there. She's, you know, serious, you know. I, I buy her as a lawyer, you know. That's not what I'm talking about, but okay. Okay. She, she's also that pull on Sunny saying, you know, you got to mature. Yeah. You got to get a good job. Yeah. Just having this kid isn't going to prove anything to anyone. Right. But your kid's cute. Pretty much everybody in his life is like, this is probably not a good idea. Yeah. Anything with the love interest we're talking about, like... They go She's on. introduced really late. Their uh, little Italy date is funny. I found yeah, that bit funny good. with the fat... The big Italian guy yeah. being fed wine. I like that part that a was lot. Good. That was funny. And, um... I, what he wins he, the case? Yeah. He No, he... He doesn't no, win. No, he it. doesn't win. <laughs> he loses the case, which I like. like a kidnapping. Know, they make a terrible argument in the courtroom cheers, and the judge is like... No, what the fuck? No, you're not gonna have this child. But oh, what I wanted to talk about is in the courtroom. Another little bit of like good acting, like real subtle, is um 
they're like uh, his love interest is like really great with like you know she's a great lawyer and she's like talking to uh, Julian uh-huh. he takes Frankenstein the stand. yeah Frankenstein oh yeah Julian uh, one of the first things Adam Sandler does is he's like I'm gonna be better father than my dad was you know Julian but you know what do you even like the name Julian why don't you pick out a name for yourself and Julian goes That's I'm a gonna, call me Frankenstein cute that's a good, cute bit. Adorable, and he calls him Frankenstein. The rest of the movie. Yeah, and like that's that's his uh, that's um Sonny's whole spiel. Like, yeah, I'm gonna let my kid do whatever the fuck he wants to do. You yeah. know, he dresses wild, he acts up. His name's fucking Frankenstein. Yeah, and um, uh, so while Frankenstein's on case, uh, Kevin, the supposed father, but then not father of Julian comes to also help represent uh, Sonny Adam Sandler and Julian says something like uh, he gets asked like under oath like uh, where are you from are you from Buffalo and he says like oh my mom moved to Buffalo I'm from Toronto and for a split second you see uh, Kevin John Stewart behind the table he has this like just the smallest reaction as he goes oh fuck that's my kid dude I did not notice that I might have to when we when we get to where we're going, I'll rewind and show you. I did it's not played, notice that. It's played very subtly. You, like when you, it's like that's what I liked about it. It's like there wasn't a whole lot of attention brought to it. When but, he said that, I was like, "That's a weird bit." Okay. Yeah. But you see him go like, "Oh fuck, I've been to Toronto," and um, that's cool. What saves the day is uh, Kevin says, "That's my child. I'm not pressing charges." And, you know, pending a DNA test, blah, 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 uh, Julian's going to go live with Kevin, who is probably going to be a more responsible father than uh, Sonny. And now, I know I've been saying the ending doesn't... The, the last, like, chunk of the movie didn't work for me. But the moment where it, I'm roped right back in is when uh, Sonny hands Julian off to Kevin... And walks away, and then like looks at him, and then "Growing Up" by Bruce Springsteen starts playing, and we get a montage of all the times they spent together. I'm getting chills right now. Like, I'm getting goosebumps fucking, right now. Like God. that ending is really good. They should have ended that there. Like there's an extended epilogue at Hooters. I like the Hooters. I like the Hooters too. I, oh my god! I like the Hooters scene. Oh, I like the Hooters scene. Hooter scene. I like the Hooters scene. Enter Sandman has been canceled. Oh my oh. god. Oh boy. Um, uh, one thing I've brought up is like, you know, Adam Sandler likes using uh, classic rock in his movies, and I feel like sometimes, like, it's like he just wanted to use that song. Like, you know, last movie, Waterboy, he uses the song Small Town during like a scene of him taking a test. You know, but this time, like, fuck. Like, that's a perfect needle drop, you know? Like, as soon as that piano sets in, like, I got teary-eyed. I got emotional. Like, them, I, I don't know how it pulled it off. Because, like, for the past 20 minutes at this point, I'm like, oh, man, it's not working for me, you know? A, a thing to note, too, is uh-huh. it feels like the court scene is all in real time. Yeah. Like, in, <laughs> in most, you know, in most movies, it's, like, cut montage of lawyer yeah. being cool. Yeah. But, like, this movie, it felt like we were in, like... 15 minutes in a court case. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, oh, he goes to... They they throw him a surprise party at Hooters, and the joke is he hates Hooters. Oh, because uh, Kevin's uh, fiancé worked at Hooters, and 
uh, and that's a gag throughout yeah, the entire we, we movie. skipped over that that um, Sonny and his best friend's fiance fucking hate each other they have a good back and forth I think yeah they do and she's he shames her for working at Hooters which hasn't aged well but but now she's an extremely attractive doctor yeah who is she? Uh, Leslie Mann yeah she's in a lot of uh, she's in a lot of stuff Judd Apatel's wife so she's in a lot of his stuff yeah yeah, but uh, they uh, throw him a birthday party at Hooters. Uh, he's married his love interest and has a baby. And it, he's kind of like an uncle to Julian, I think. Mm-hmm. And then it ends on a freeze frame, which is a strange choice. Yeah, that's Big Daddy. Cute movie. Yeah, cute movie. Um, Wait, do you hear that? What? Fit watch? Breaking Fit Watch, Moises. Live from the scene. Frankenstein fucking kills it. Whoever did the wardrobe for this movie deserves an award. This is the most 90 shit I've ever seen. I love it. The sweatpants, perfect. The beat up jogging shoes, perfect. How baggy were Sandler's clothes? Like that's they were like perfectly baggy. That's how he dresses in real life. Perfect. I love every single thing about the wardrobe in this movie. It's a good wardrobe. Fitwatch is over. Oh, and the sunglasses. Uncut Gems reference. Yeah, Julian wears sunglasses that uh, look like the one Howie Ratner wears in Uncut Gems. Um, yeah, Fitwatch, amazing good wardrobe. Good Fitwatch. I now feel, we'll did we have on. one with Waterboy? I, did we, I, I feel like we couldn't with Waterboy. Welcome back, Fitwatch. Uh, whoa, whoa. Fit watch, I guarantee you, would be great for little Nikki, right? We'll see. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, oh, man. Okay, so we talked about how uh, Wedding Singer and Waterboy both prove Adam Sandler is a box office star. Yes. Uh, guess how much this movie made. How much was the budget? The budget? Uh, let me look that up. Can you tell me if it was good or not? Was the box office good on this? Very good. Wow. 113. Big Daddy budget. Uh, oh, that's a surprisingly chunky. 34.2. Okay, I'm guessing the box office is... No, 113 is too high. 100... I'm going to say 113. It made $234 oh million. Dollars God. Because... Um, well, I mean, the Sprouse twins, I don't think, were child... They weren't child stars at this point, I don't think, right? No, not at all. They're actually... Their film debut is in uh, Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. I don't know how I know that, but... Okay. Uh, yeah. But I think uh, part of that success is... Well, you've all, he's also riding high on, you know, Wedding Singer and Waterboy. You know, he's kind of got that, like, riding that wave. But also, um... 234 million? The fact that, you know, there's a kid... Like, you know, that's why, like, there's a, you know, there's a, uh, like, a bunch of franchises, like, they're always, like, that's why there's a lot of kid characters and franchises, because it's like, well, give the kids something, someone they like, you know? And I think a lot of this movie's success is attributed to the fact that, you know, there's a kid and he's hanging out with Adam Sandler. Like I said, that, that idea sells itself. That's a lot of money. Oh, fucking lot of money. <laughs> And I think uh, this is also a step towards, um, I've always viewed, I think, despite having really crude humor, 
I feel like Happy Madison is kind of known as like comedy movies like the whole family can go see, you know? Like a, we're at the we're like basically at the halfway point. Okay. What's that? I'll wrap up. So I mean it doesn't matter, I'm just saying. Okay. Gotcha. Uh anything so I mean yeah, I think uh, this movie is a step towards Adam Sandler becoming more family oriented you know like I think especially when he starts having a family that's going to really affect his work but I don't know I think this is a very this movie was a lot more interesting to kind of think about in the context of his career than I expected it to be yeah I mean it's a cute ass movie Does it, is it cuter than Wedding Singer? no but it's pretty no. cute it's a pretty fucking cute movie uh so yeah let's uh wrap up oh uh let's see um okay yeah uh non-sandler media recommendations something to you know we're all gonna have a little more free time so let's like what, what? oh i was gonna give something the exact opposite of that what non-sandler media recommendation uh-huh is technically a media recommendation if you live in chicago music box theater it's the best theater in Chicago that oh, I've God. been to, personally. I love it, yeah. You can we, see indie movies there. You can see movies in film. You can see, you know, movies that aren't in normal franchise theaters there. Uh, I, so I gotta good. recommend them, because yeah. we've been going there a lot recently. Yeah. We've, we've, we've been enjoying our time there. Um, we should get them to sponsor. <laughs> this is us, shot, this is also, us putting that into fruition. And also, if you live in the Chicago area, you know... Uh, I'm not sure how outdated this will be. Local businesses are gonna take a bit of a hit, so <laughs> if you can support them, I go for it. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, yeah. That that my, that's yeah, my recommendation. Yeah. Uh, my non-sailor meter recommendation is a movie we saw at the Music Box, uh, West Side Story. Uh, I was so worried I overhyped this movie, The Moises, when we saw it. But it's, it's gorgeous. A, it's gorgeous. Like one of the prettiest movies ever made. <laughs> we just passed by a big ass semi truck. <laughs> uh, it's like, um, just like uh, one of like a, a movies I saw at a very young age that had a big impact on me. And like I, it's like I told you the like the the movie feels like just pure energy. Every like it feels like getting struck by lightning, you know. And I, it's to me, it's one of those perfect like sick day day at home you know like movies like watch out on TMC, TCM or whatever so yeah West Side Story is my recommendation anything else we should say to wrap up well don't get sick yeah stay please at home wash your fucking hands for the love of God stay at home and watch Adam Sandler movies and listen to podcasts especially ours the best podcast in the world yeah um also, thank you. Uh, I have no idea how this audio is going to sound, so thank you for um, listening. Just think of it as, like, road trip ASMR, you know? Like, if you close your eyes, you can pretend you're in the backseat. <laughs> you know, just listening to your... Your two loud parents <laughs> talk about Adam Sandler. Um, anything else? It's cool. Stay safe out there. Thank you for listening. Um... Intro music. Should, Hold there, on, there's one thing. What? Um, Adam Sandler trivia. 
I always end with that. Oh, fucking hell. How do I forget every time? I do every time. Intro music is Hold On, I'm Coming by Sam and Dave. Outro music from Big Daddy. Uh, Growing Up by Bruce Springsteen. Non and then as we end every week, I bring a Sandler fact of the week. Sometimes they're real, sometimes they're made up. Part of the fun is trying to figure out which one's which. And, uh... Moises. Uh, hang on. Oh yeah, okay. Moises. Uh, did you know that Adam Sandler knows the true identity of the Zodiac Killer? I feel like we've actually discussed this one before. I think I knew that. I did know. He just won't tell anybody. He's, he's loyal. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I'm Kellen Kermins. I'm Moises Camacho. See you next week with oh, Little Nicky.